Here we are, tenaciously being. My name is Rather. I'm your host. This is the place where we get to be real about this wild and crazy journey called life. We're going to talk about both the beautiful blessings and the cringy, crunchy, confusing parts of being human, all from a place of unconditional love. We get to create this life. We get to choose how to be in the world. It's time to disregard the shoulds and forge our own path. We've forgotten that this is our opportunity and possibly how to do it. Let's remember together how to simply, gloriously, courageously, and tenaciously be. Hello, hello, tenacious beings. Welcome. I hope you are well in this very moment. My name is Rather. This is the Tenaciously Being podcast. I do sound still like I have a little bitty frog in my throat. It's still there. This is episode 20. And after recording, actually after launching episode 19 on Friday evening, I lost my voice. (laughs) It just vanished um, from my throat. And I spent all weekend um, not in silence because I'm around people, (laughs) but I did not have much to say. And it was very straining to use my voice. Um, I've been feeling just fine, but the voice just disappeared, which leads me to wonder what the universe was trying to tell me. And I think in so many ways, I was just being asked to do more listening and less, less talking, less adding. (laughs) less adding and more receiving Um, so it's coming back now and I'm now recording this episode incredibly close to launch time which is not uh, to be a habit I hope Um, it drives a little bit of anxiety that this isn't actually accomplished yet and of course I as usual I'm on a little bit of a time crunch but that was by design so that I can keep it short and sweet Oh, here we are in the midst of October in 2023, and there are some major life or major world events going on out there. Um, The conflict in Israel and Palestine is escalated, and um, we've been more than a week into, uh, yes, some incredibly atrocious and despicable and just tragic humanitarian um not humanitarian tragic human loss and uh, yeah it's hard to find the words for it and while i don't want to make a practice of bringing in current events and talking about current events um certainly not ones that I don't have very much knowledge on, as this one is. Um, There is such a thing, however, as collective trauma. And in a world where um, I believe so many of us are dealing with our own 
internal traumas and how they affect our lives um we often don't really recognize or acknowledge how impactful both uh collective traumas and also like ancestral traumas can be to our overall systems to our way of being um to our central nervous system and to our thoughts and beliefs and programs oh the lovely programs that run inside of our bodies so um without you know diving into too much i'm sorry i'm holding on to some magnetic rocks that are making noise um, without diving into the specifics of the conflict um very much i i do still want to address how it's likely affecting each of us in of course in our own ways because we're all bio individual but um this conflict is really highlighting some major evolutionary aspects of what's going on and um yeah so um like i said i'm i've i've been one asked to be silent my body has asked me to be silent so i wasn't going to get this episode recorded any earlier than i am but two um this is not something that i'm like eager and it's, it wasn't exactly on my list <laughs> of things to um to to talk about however um there are things on my list like the dangers of dogma and the central nervous system and how propaganda is used against us and um yeah how important love is <laughs> in general i think that love is uh the opposite of fear i know love to be the opposite of fear and a lot of what I'm witnessing in the world in the last, you know, four years has been a lot of fear. And a lot of that fear is being used to pull us further and further away from that love and that, that light that lives in each of us. And it's a delicate conversation because I think a lot of people believe that they can just live in love and light and not see the darkness and not address it and not, um, you know, and then when it shows up in their life, it feels like they've done something wrong or they've deserved it somehow or they are, um, there's something to fix because it doesn't feel good. Um, it's not what we want to feel, you know, when things like tragedy and traumas happen in our lives. But the reality of it is, and we've kind of talked about this in past episodes, the reality of it is that you can't have the light without the dark. And there's, it's, it's the shadow that creates the dimensions and that creates this, this, this beautiful place that we live in. And so we can't just, ignore it and however we have been led to believe that if we just ignore it that that's like quote unquote doing it right because you can be more love and light 
and that should be enough. And it's not really about, it's not really only about being the love and light. It is about alchemizing the darkness and the way that we do that, the way that we turn that darkness into love and light is by seeing it and, and, and processing it and feeling it feeling it in our bodies and 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 letting it flow through us through our bodies and that is not very love and light feeling <laughs> to process the types of collective traumas that we are exposed to um you know laying aside the the is it real or is it not because that's an important, it's an important element to consider with this, this predicament that we're in. The, the conflict that we're all experiencing right now is that we, we do live in a time where propaganda is used. Um, and, and we can't necessarily, you know, but between artificial intelligence and CGI and, you know, cinema cinematography and cinematics um we can't necessarily trust every single thing that we see and we also want to pay attention and beware of things that we're seeing repetitively so in the news cycle on on mainstream news you know network news um we're probably seeing i don't i don't know specifically but i can imagine um that we are seeing a lot of the same imagery <clears throat> and the same stories and the same the same brief synopsis of synopsis <laughs> synopsis of um of the the same story and and while most of the 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 narrative is is geared in a certain direction <laughs> i'm doing my best to stay out of um yeah like last week i talked about you know fuck the political correctness of it but i know that this is an incredibly sensitive situation and in today's cancel culture i want to be careful of my words one for censorship because i i'm not trying to shoot myself in the foot by talking about these things i want my voice to be heard you know and that's why i ask for things like sharing and liking and subscribing and all that stuff but that's not that's not for likes and follows that's for sharing my voice and for getting my voice out because i believe that this message whatever this message can be can be called at this point is important um the the message that's being delivered to us has the potential of being propaganda and the ways to see propaganda and propaganda being a one-sided narrative that is delivered over and over again repetitively to to hold a narrative to 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 push a certain thought process on an issue a specific issue we've we're fed we're fed lots of narratives and they don't just come from 
mainstream media. So a lot of the time people like to say, oh, I don't listen to the news. I don't watch the news. So I don't know what you're talking about. You do know what I'm talking about because we we see it in other ways. We see clips of news briefs um, throughout our social media. We see things that people share. And then also when you hear the same rhetoric, the same the same stance, if you will, and and this this comes from all sides. It doesn't only come from one side. It does come from many different sides. And essentially what it comes down to is whenever you feel like you have to pick a side, like your 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 awareness flags should go up, you know? Like we should have these little like, oh, ooh, okay. I'm being asked to pick a side and it's not like I'm just being asked to pick like red jersey or white jersey to play this scrimmage or something, you know, or, you know, even in like pro sports or whatever, you know, like uh, there's pick them leagues and stuff. Like who do you pick to win this football game? I'm not talking about that type of stuff. However, that type of stuff can be a great example of how um, dogmatic people get about things sports are kind of a good example of that how people get ferociously um they 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 love a team and they will they will support that team no matter what if they're winning or losing they they criticize that you know they 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 are like devoted to that team and so they're going to pick it no matter what you know, and in so many ways, we tend to be devoted to certain ways of life. We tend to be devoted Democrats or Republicans. We tend to be devoted um, statesmen, you know, Floridians or Coloradans or whatever. And we, we tend to be um, devoted to certain religions and, and to certain um, dogmatic practices, to certain diets, you know, we, we tend to be very and, and there's something about human nature that feels good to feel like belonging and 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 support and that there's somebody else that believes the same way that we do and um, the the risky part of that is that just because I believe um, you know that filtered water is better than regular tap water. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a really remedial example that doesn't necessarily mean that I think that organic food is better than non-organic food. You know, like we can't group all these dogmas together in the same ways of thinking. And because we are all coming from, and we all have, like we've talked about before, this like God spark inside of us, we are all little, little lights of the greater light, whatever that needs to be called for you. We are all little pieces of that. And that goes for everybody, even the people that we disagree with. And so anytime that we are asked to, or we feel like we need to pick a side, that should be like a red flag. And I, I, I hear myself saying should, in there and I know I know I don't like the shoulds but that could be a red, a red flag for us that oh hey I'm being asked to pick a side and in that ask I even if I even if I want to pick that side I am still othering something 
even if I do totally believe in that side and that's the side I like, I'm still othering another one. And it's, it's, it's pretty clear, I think, for many, many people. There's a lot of people that are very vocal on one side or the other with the, with the current conflict on the world. But there's also a lot of people that are like, I don't, I don't want to pick a side. You know, and then you have the the real the real strong activists for either side saying, "Well, not picking a side is is picking the wrong side," <laughs> and and so that's that's a tough one, you know. And then there's the the out the 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 point of view that, well, I'm picking humanity, side of humanity, you know. But then people want to know which side of humanity you want to pick. Do you do you pick the Palestinian side of humanity or do you pick the Israeli side of humanity? And it's like, what a what a what a predicament, what a rough question to have to answer. And so <laughs> here I am waddling into the into the conversation. But a couple of years ago when um COVID was in full full bore <laughs> um and there was a lot of controversy out in the world. There was a really great episode um, from the Kate and Mike show that interviewed Valerie, I butcher her last name, Kaur, Kaur, Valerie Kaur, K-A-U-R. Um, and she's the author of this book, See No Stranger, which is a memoir and manifesto of revolutionary love. And the podcast episode really, really, really hit home for me. And I remember at one point I put myself out there for um, like a once a week uh, nightly Zoom chat where I was just going to kind of open up a Zoom room and um, discuss whatever podcast or book or, you know, journal that I had read or whatever. And I still really like this idea of bringing together community around pieces of information that have been put out there. So, I mean, someone else's podcast episode, I listened to it. It involved an interview with a woman who wrote a book. And so that conversation is what I wanted to base a new conversation around. Thoughts, questions, things that really struck um, struck our opinions and struck, and I was really um, struck our thoughts, you know, and, and got us thinking. Um, and I was surprised and delighted by the types of people that showed up. It was people that I all knew and um, different walks of life. And we've not kept in great touch since. I think we met two or three times and um, it was tough for me to to really sink into. And um, But I got the book and I know that a handful of other people got the book too. I haven't read it yet, but I was reminded of her work when um, when this conflict flared up. And I was curious about what, you know, wh wh where she stands on the situation. And I just, right before this episode, I briefly looked through her Instagram page and just looked at a couple of posts. And as I expected, and as what makes sense to me based on the podcast episode that I listened to, as I said, I haven't actually read her book, but I, and it's, and it's such a... <laughs> It's such a hippy dippy thing to say or whatever, but I love is the answer. And we we have to figure out a way where we can see ourselves in the enemy. We have to be able to see ourselves in the people that we other. And I think part of that is also recognizing what drives the othering. 
what what drives this this like knee jerk need to pick a side because if you can zoom out and come from the perspective of you know of somebody that really has no dog in the fight at all like has no and i'm not saying that i'm necessarily that person but if you can and i believe that i've been able to zoom out and see that this is all an attempt at dividing humanity to to keep us further and further away from this love this light that exists in each of us because if we're not tapping into that then we are not our best and we are not our we are not in thrive right we are struggling to survive if we are not tapped into our own source energy and it's like it, you can't just just like i was saying is like you can't just say oh i'm i pray for everybody or oh i i just i yeah i i'm not picking a side it's like we have to really understand that there is a bigger manipulative darkness that is pulling all these strings that is keeping us thinking that we have to pick a side and hate the other and that there is a warlike mentality that we have to fight this this enemy to protect ourselves and to to be safe in the world and while it might feel like safety on the surface it it it's not it's total control <laughs> and and that that is what that is what leads us into these really dystopic like realities of 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 no humanity left and just full control and and taking orders from whatever the government the medical establishment the 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 politics like doing what we quote unquote have to do because we're told that's what we have to do even though it's asking us to turn a blind eye to very inhumane acts uh, it's 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 kind of crazy what's going on and it's not easy to zoom out it's not easy to see the the manipulation and the and the control and the and the propaganda um but it's really 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 important that we do and a lot of the ability to be able to do that comes from understanding our our auto 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 autonomic nervous system auto it's not automatic autonomic nervous system and that's and that's kind of our um i'm gonna i'm gonna bring somebody in to talk more specifically about it because i'm in no way shape or form a nervous system expert <laughs> i have very very little understanding of it but i the understanding that i do have of it is more of a resonance it's more of a oh wow this makes sense and i was introduced to it a couple of years ago from kate <laughs> good old kate and i've met a lot of people along the way that um, are doing a lot of work in the nervous system healing zone with traumas and somatic practices 
So I'll bring someone in to talk about it specifically, but essentially our nervous system has created patterns of behaving our thoughts our beliefs and our and our behaviors basically have been created over time based on our overall sense of safety and the nervous system has learned to gauge that and to keep us safe so we learn different tools and techniques and tactics and thoughts and beliefs throughout time you know from the moment we're born all the way up we're learning different ways to stay safe and to protect ourselves in the face of danger. And we learn these different habits you know, throughout life. And they, um, the nervous system doesn't really keep track of time in the same way that we do. And that the, the thoughts and beliefs and the patterns that were set at young ages based on perhaps, you know, little t t t traumas <laughs> there's little t traumas and big t traumas um the little t traumas can stack up pretty quickly and pretty easily and then there's people that have big t traumas um huge horrific events that happen in their lives that are are traumatic that we know is traumatic you know deaths of parents abuse sexual abuse of um, crazy traumas in the family life um you know being left all, all kinds of whatever they are we all have different ones and it's not about going back and finding those and knowing exactly what they are it's about reminding your nervous system that once you see yourself reacting to something from that whatever three-year-old five-year-old ten-year-old self where your nervous system learned how to be safe in that situation then there's an opportunity for you to kind of come back to self one signal safety to yourself recognize that you are here you're of the age that you are it's this time of day you know it's it's this time in life and you are actually safe in your in your beingness right now you're safe and then you can reset this um this thermostat inside of your body that it can now, and it, and it happens slowly and over time and with practice and certainly through somatic exercises too. We'll get someone to talk about somatic exercises too, but things like shaking, tapping, humming, um, singing, deep, deep breaths, pushing your, pushing your breath fully into your body, all the way to your toes if you can, but at very least to your belly. Um, just movement, going for a walk. Um, jumping shaking dancing somatic embrace your body crying oh good god crying is and and like guttural sobbing excuse me i have a cough <laughs> sobbing really crying very very hard can be incredibly um releasing and and healing for the body and then acknowledging that you have now reset and and you've 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 given yourself the gift of a new perspective and that perhaps and this happens over time i i i <laughs> witness to it <clears throat> excuse me perhaps over time you will i mean it, it will inevitably happen over time if you continue to practice where you will find yourself responding to traumatic experiences differently 
And it's a beautiful thing. And it takes time and it takes really seeing some of this really horrible, horrible stuff. Excuse me. I'm talking too much. So I'm going to wrap it up. Um, if you are feeling called to bear witness to the traumatic events that are happening in the world right now, I ask you to please let those traumas flow through you. Cry, mourn, grieve, allow the sadness and the tragedy that is happening to innocent people in other parts of the world, perhaps your part of the world. Allow that sadness to be felt so that it does not get stuck inside of your body and control the next reaction of the next thing. Because these, these powers that be, the, the elusive they, are going to continue doing this, this divide, separating, the, the, the pushing people against each other. It's a, it's a mind game. And they're really, really, really good at playing it. And we're just now realizing that we're even playing a game. And so, in order to keep playing the game and to feel like you're actually thriving in the light in the world and not just freaking surviving honor the feelings that are moving through you allow them to move through you i'm shaking my hands and from that place you get to choose your way of being and it doesn't have to look like everybody else's. And it doesn't have to fit into the box or the label. But hopefully, it's coming from a place of genuine love and light. Because it's coming from a, a, a clean and pure place of love that, that you allowed all that other stuff to move through. And now you can allow the love to come out. Because the, the fighting and the othering and the, and the choosing sides is the old way. It's the way we've been doing it for a long time. And it's not coming with us as we evolve into the new way. The new way is, is being able to see things through a lens of love and not hate and not fear. And to see things, to, to be able to mourn the other people and their, and their tragedies and, their, sac and their, their traumas. As much as you mourn the ones, you know, mourn their children as your own. That's what Valerie was saying on, her, on the social post that I, that I saw. Because... That's the way that, that we're going to, to alchemize this darkness is with love and a genuine love, a love that can see the deception and see the propaganda and, and, and see through it and not be pulled into it and not sucked into it 
So that's the message for today. And that's my, my, my dance with the current worldly events that are really, really tough for a lot of people, and I know they are, and I, I don't want to belittle it. And I, and I don't have answers. Obviously, I don't have answers. It's, it's confusing. And there's, it's, it's a big and old uh, generational conflict, you know. And in addition to those little T traumas and the big T traumas, like I said, we have ancestral traumas. Things that were carried on to us. There, there is scientific study that that happens. It has to do with rats. Kate was talking about this on a call the other day. That, that, that they, they were, they pumped into with rats. They pumped the smell of cherry blossoms into the cage, and then they shocked their feet. And then, since rats have such a small life cycle, um, they were able to get. Um, they waited until they had the grandchildren of those rats. And they would pump the cherry blossom smell into the cage and they would go crazy. So that's, you know, learned habits, learned, learned traumas. They, they precede us. Um, and then there's also the collective, the collective traumas that are, um, you know, we, we, we technically are energetic beings. And so we, we are all vibrating at a certain degree and and when we meet and when we collect <laughs> when we are in community that energy um grows and um there's a lot of energy surrounding the situation right now so let's do our best to bring some genuine love to that collective energy so that we can do our best to help alchemize this so that we can find resolution whatever that resolution is. So thank you for being here. Thank you for living, living with love. And I'll include um, a link to this book and um, her Instagram page, Valerie Cower. Cower. I apologize. I'm, I'm probably not saying her last name right. Um, and I'm going to do my best to start reading it and to see um, what more she has to say about leave, living with love and being able to see love or see the light in in other people around us so thanks for being here um i wish you the best day possible from here on out take care